This is Radio Free Cybertron with your host, Brian Kilby, featuring Chris, Don, Rob, Diecast, John, and Melvar. This is Radio Free Cybertron. I am Brian Kilby. Oh my God. I'm looking at our Discord at tfradio.net slash Discord. And the first thing that popped up is John DeLuna, who's on the show. Hello, John. Yo. Sharing a photo of a smiling Headmaster Don, who's on the show. Hello, Don. It's in our Discord. What is that? What convention is that from? 2012. Uh, it's from BotCon. I. I could. I. It's either 2011 or 2012. I think it's 2012. Okay. I still have that shirt. I bet Somewhere. you. <laughs> cool. So uh, Chris is also here. Yes, and I was at BotCon 2012. Also. Yep. Matt. Hi. I was not at BotCon 2012. Yeah, you were at SharkCon 2013 though. And that's what. Yes, matters. I was. Yes, die That's why you're here now. Yes, that hey, was the best. What's, what's the a best Botcon? convention you all ever went to? <laughs> yeah, it was. Hey, so uh, I wasn't here last week. I was on vacation. Not much. I mean, it was it was it was it was a good vacation. I had you know I had a good time. Not a lot of rest. Slept on the couch. But other than that, it was good. Uh, but Chris hosted the show last week and uh, did a fantastic job. Thank you, Chris. I really appreciate you covering and you guys doing such an awesome job. You better. <laughs> and Diecast uh, hosted History on the Five which is our Patreon-exclusive podcast at patreon.com slash tfradio. He'd never listened to the show before, and he hosted the show. And guess what? He really didn't, like, miss a beat. It was pretty pretty darn close <laughs> to uh, how there the show was, normally goes. And it had audio. <clears throat> and it had Good. audio. We were worried about that last week. Now, there was a possibility along the way I was going to have to host History on the Five if Diecast couldn't make it, and I also haven't ever listened to it, but I was, you know, planning to you know, listen to a couple of them to kind of get a feel for it. But I'm glad Diecast managed to just, you know, fit himself in without doing any work. And Diecast actually also showed up on the episode we recorded last night. Oh, yeah. He he enjoyed it so much. He came back. I was returning to the scene of the crime. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) But uh, you can, again, catch if you're a patron, you can catch that at patreon.com slash TF radio. And if you're a patron, at the touched tier. You can actually be on the show. Maybe Diecast will be back. Don's been on. I'm on every it, week. It was fun. Yeah, it, it is I fun. Think it, I, I think it was a good, uh, I hope it's good listening experience for the listener because we had fun recording. I think it, it is. Um, I got a nice little DM and Twitter about it tonight. So, nice. yeah, about the show. Um, I, uh, last night, actually recorded it in video as well just to see how that went. And it went pretty well. So maybe we'll do that again in the future. Maybe that's what we'll do going forward. We do the show in video as well. If you want to watch live at tfradio.net slash live, we record Wednesdays at around, the pre-show starts around 8 p.m. Eastern time. You can uh, chat with us again at our Discord, tfradio.net slash Discord. You can chat right from your browser. You don't even need to install anything. And I learned last week, thanks to this show, that the Discord app is just Chrome and a wrapper. Yeah. That's funny. I learned like three days before that. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty cool. So yeah, it makes sense. Uh, but yeah, tfradio.net slash 
Discord. Anyway, I just want to make sure we note uh, Rob did not make it this week. He had a rough day and is all pooped out right now, so he's uh, sitting this one out. But, um, you know, if you want to do a nice thing for him, he always has his uh, wish list at tfradio.net slash playlist. And I want to point out his birthday is in about two weeks. So, Don, how far away till your birthday? Day after Father's Day, the 21st, 21st. I'll be 51. Wow. Wow. Cool. You know, you know, you're only about ten years younger than my dad. Don, you're Yay. only forty <laughs> years you older than me and Brian. Yeah, Don, you're only forty years younger than my dad. <laughs> if my dad were alive, he'd be ninety-one this year. So, God, he'd be ninety-one. Holy crap! My grandfather, if he was still alive, and he definitely wouldn't be alive, he would be a hundred and thirty. My grandfather. I turned 42 this week. So Happy birthday, thanks. by the way. Yeah, no, my grandfather would be 130. Dang. I think my grandfathers, if they had, you know, continued to live, would be hitting around 100 right now. Yeah, my grandmother, who j- just passed away on my mom's side, she just, uh, she was 99. So, of course, uh, she lived to be 99. My grandfather lived to be like 60. I'll probably die at 60. So the show has about... <sighs> 20 years left. I think that probably still exceeds my interest level, so I think we're good. Okay, cool. <laughs> hey, actually, yeah, so this is episode 730, and I was looking at the number, and I'm like, holy crap, 730 episodes. It's not I like... I hate this. Yeah, it's not like it's not like a special round number or anything. It's just a big number. It's just like the first time I looked at it, and I'm like, holy crap, we've done 730 of these. That doesn't count like RFC Extras. A Patreon exclusive podcast, all the other podcasts we used to do. Yeah, the like 350 ish episodes of Superhero Time and that one of the Star Trek yeah. I did. Holy crap. I don't I, know how I ever had the energy to do two podcasts every week. I, yeah, me too. I, heck, I did one <laughs> daily for like six months, but still daily. Yeah, it was a happy day. Yeah, it was a happy day. And, and, you know, this is everybody's first episode. So, hey, Radio Free Cybertron is the Transformers podcast. We're literally the first Transformers podcast. Literally one of the first podcasts ever. We started doing this in 1999. If you can imagine such a thing. Yeah, we're old. I mean, for some of our first-time potential <laughs> listeners here, like, they can't even imagine what it was like to be alive in 1999. We have listeners who weren't alive when we started doing the show. Which just... As as Rob would probably tend to put it, makes me just turn gray and crumble to dust. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah we're, we're all basically the picture in the attic at that point. Yeah, my one of my favorite things and the most hurtful things is going to conventions and uh, like an adult tells tells me they've been listening since they were a kid, and I'm like, holy crap! <laughs> it happens, but you know we appreciate it. I mean, Brian, and just imagine, you know, I talked to somebody and you know, I mentioned Generation 2 or I mentioned, mentioned things that was going on, going on all tra- toys, Transformers at the time. And the eyes just sort of glaze over. over like they have no, I mean, at work, someone, I use the word Rolodex and one of the people I oh, worked with is, had to ask yeah. me what that was. Yeah. Uh, uh, but we're a Transformers podcast, not an Office Supplies podcast, but to Don's point. You know, like the world is so diverse now with like different places where people congregate. Like, heck, Twitter has so many different Transformers communities within it. Um, Facebook has hundreds, if not thousands of, you know, groups. Like back in the day when we started doing this, the fandom existed in one place. Basically one place. 
yeah, on Altoids Transformers, then like other message boards started popping up on the web and that confused me and scared me. <laughs> so I stuck to Usenet, you know, like a good grandpa. But yeah, I mean, uh, think about it. Like the fandom existed in one place. And if you were extremely technically proficient, you might also, as an adjacent thing, have like a GeoCities page archiving some <clears> special <throat> project that you do. Or your ISP gives you five megs yeah. of web storage, which is what I yeah. did. And in that case, you need to be even more technically proficient because GeoCities at least had like site builder tools yeah. for people who weren't HTML savvy. ISPs didn't usually. Yeah. Damn. We've yeah. certainly come a long way. Yeah, we've come a long way. But, uh, you know, so what, we're, what we do normally now is we talk a lot about new stuff because n- there's a lot of new stuff. We, we live in a, in a Stakem's blessed time, I guess. I follow Stakem on Twitter. I think everybody should. Um, but yeah, so it's just an interesting time with a lot of stuff going on, which is nice. It won't last forever, so we should probably go ahead and jump into news because there's show goes forever. Yeah, yeah. So uh, thinking of things that go forever, though, is that darned uh, Megatron? Uh, it's it's not even the Earth the siege, siege mold. It's siege Megatron. It's the siege mold again. So a few okay. weeks ago, we talked about Takara's Transformers Premium Finish subline, which is a way to milk molds for more deco uses with throwing a ton of paint on them, like, like Takara in the old days. Like, not an uh, not a bad motivation. It's just the choice of what they're doing with it is not necessarily great. So in the first wave, we had Siege Optimus as Optimus appeared in the Siege cartoon. Um, which had never been actually done in the Transforming Voyager class toy before, so that's all well and good. Um, the second wave, we get Siege Megatron in Deco based on the Netflix cartoon, which, if you if you might recall, last year um, we had that at Walmart in some capacity. We did. <laughs> now, this one, to be fair, this is more extensive and detailed an approximation of what Megatron looked like in the show. So, while it's not 100% redundant and pointless. It is still at least 95% pointless by volume. It's, it's battle damage gear. Is In it more not? specific ways, yes. Yeah. I mean, I'm not going to buy it. What I might buy is the redeco of Studio Series 38 Bumblebee Movie Optimus that is going to ship alongside this. Um, now I have the original release of that which you know I was lucky to be able to get that since it didn't last very long and became expensive soon after um, yeah. these are going to retail for about 5800 yen each so compared to aftermarket prices on Studio Series 38 uh, this is still probably more economical but this basically looks in spirit like the original release of the toy but there's more paint detail more of uh, the molded uh, elements are picked out in color. Um, they've had a little bit of like scuffing and light battle damage, like some paint scrapes around the <clears> corners, <throat> places where it looks natural and not really intrusive, um, to be accurate to how the model looked in the movie at points. Um, but like for the most part, it's just like making the thing look premium, and I think it looks pretty good. I, I do too. I'm gonna get it, I'll get Megatron as well because I'm an idiot, but uh. I mean, I won't comment, but I'll I'll respect your choice to call yourself an idiot. Yeah. So, 
we should expect this to go up on Pulse this week, probably, right? Probably. Um, the first wave, I think, took a few days after the pre-orders opened in Japan. This just, like, uh, this morning at, like, 11 a.m. Eastern, um, the, the <laughs> pre-orders opened, along with the usual batch of, like, Kingdom stuff Takara is releasing that's identical to the Hasbro stuff. Um, Japan's also getting the four Beast Wars reissues that are coming to Walmart. Also, probably unmodified from what we're getting, except for probably you know labels on the packaging, um, which is interesting because I don't think they got reruns of like the Headmasters, the Headmaster Titans Return molds in um, Japan. Yeah, in the in the retro packaging. So, uh, just as, speaking of that, I've been doing a lot of research. We'll say at Mandarake, and I what I see is they have quite a few of the Walmart exclusive toys and american packaging for sale yeah so and on uh amazon uh ebay uh, no yeah actually i think amazon japan has it too uh like through third-party sellers of yahoo japan yeah well amazon japan through third-party sellers and through yahoo japan auctions yeah yeah, yeah. and I was, I was offering the yahoo japan because yeah. you said ebay but that i figured you were just yeah I mean, yeah sites. so um yeah they have it, it's they're just reselling what you know they're importing it from from here and selling it at a markup but yeah um so pulse should have these and i think i think the first batch entertainment earth and some of the other uh fan oriented online retailers also carried pre-orders so you know you should have your choice of places to pick these up from uh pulse <clears throat> did actually sell out of the first wave pre-sell out of the first premium finish wave yeah which was just the seed optimus and the volkswagen movie bumblebee so i would think the at least the bumblebee movie optimus in this wave will probably be a fast seller yeah uh, it's it's a well-regarded mold and was hard to come by the first time so this is pretty much a lot of people's uh next best chance at it so if you're interested in this you know jump on it as early as you can yeah uh so yeah we'll let you know if hasbro will let you know you can't escape only the pulse ads and stuff but we'll talk about it when it goes up for sale mm -hmm. um also i honestly thought you guys talked about this last week but you just posted this today so clearly you didn't uh right. we have uh photos of uh, mp52 starscream 2.0 uh production samples yeah this so this would be a final production sample because this actually the pre-orders of this will ship out at the end of the month so this is a final Holy version. Holy crap, I need to make sure I still have a pre-order going. I think I do. <laughs> I don't want to get so charged have, for this three times. They have I think some I might of these, have two. Yeah, they have this floating around the uh, Takara Tombi office, and when they have the stuff sitting around, they will frequently take pictures of that for fun and, you know, to raise awareness. So they've been doing that the last few days. Um, so a lot of what we get to see here is just some show-off of the special accessories. Um, a lot of which is just pulled from random one-off gadgets that appeared in the cartoon. So there's like the meteorite sample from Cosmic Rust that um, you know infected Megatron with his STD. Um, the drill, uh, the drill hand attachment from the core, which Starscream uses to explain why drilling down to the core of the Earth will make the Earth blow up, which I don't think is actually how physics works, but um, you know, G1 gonna G1. But there's just a lot of that kind of stuff, and like, looks okay from a certain point of view. But Matt, what do you think? Oh, I'm not impressed, really. Uh, God, that that canopy is is all clear plastic painted over. 
Yeah, I noted that in the news post at tfradio.net slash news. Yeah, that's uh, that's like a, a big no-no for me. So that that just writes off any chance of me getting this thing. But also, um, there's a they have a picture of it up in and it's a Gerwalk mode, and those the stabilizers look like they fold around on some kind of a gimbal to fit up underneath the wings, I did, and that just so. that just looks like it's asking for trouble. Like that looks fragile. Sorry, just checking my email, which is my most valuable tool to know which toys I have and which I don't. See, Diecast, this is why we want to keep our ancient Gmails. Yep. Mm. Diecast and I <laughs> talked about this on Hot Five last night, actually. <laughs> well, oh, this, okay. would have, this would have been, you know... Yeah, more recent, but more like there's, recent. there's definitely... I mean, Brian can theoretically do the same thing to look further back in his history and figure out what stuff he has bought in the past yeah. to try to track um, the seeds of the future. The uh, pa- the order where I ordered this is painful because it also included like um, I'll tell you actually I'll tell you what's on it. Uh, it was the um, Selects Abominus. Oh dear God! Mm. Ah, yes, that and the Selects less painful. The Selects uh, Sound Blaster, which oh, will okay. never ever come out. I guess it feels like. So um, the. The canopy and robot mode. Matt was pointing out that it's all clear plastic and painted over. Um, Josh Wheeljack sixty four was um, noting this on Twitter the <clears> other day that the gray paint on there does not quite seem to match the gray plastic around it either. I suggested that one possible reason for that is the uh, the amber plastic that that gray is over is just tinting oh. it warmer, basically. So like. In a vacuum on paper, the gray paint probably is a good match for the plastic around it, but in the actual application, it's being affected by the material. Um, it also could be the lighting in the office where they're taking the picture, and it won't look like that in every case in person. But, like, I agree with Josh's original <laughs> sentiment here. Like, it's a masterpiece budget. This thing's 28000 Yeah, It's almost $300. Jeez. They could have, I think, stayed within the budget and made that a multi-part assembly with an opaque frame and just clear plastic for the part that's supposed to be clear. Or you know what? Just don't make it clear at all. Yeah. Yeah. This is this isn't a generations toy. Like I can, you know, we've all grown to accept some paint mismatch on you know our god twenty three dollar deluxes now. But this is don't remind me. Like you said, nearly three hundred dollar masterpiece like i expect paint to match is this uh if is i'm this paying that much coming in jet mode or robot mode probably jet mode i think the uh, masterpieces still typically ship in their alternate mode depends it depends i uh, like don't the beast i thought some of them beast wars were like robot mode when they shipped um yeah. i know beast wars megatron came in dinosaur mode black convoy um, i'm pretty sure came in robot mode in, uh, uh, what think- did mp44 come in he, uh, vehicle mode. Black Convoy okay. probably came in robot mode because it fills the packaging better without the trailer. Yeah. 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 All the Autobot cars always come in, in vehicle mode. I, I, know. I just hope this comes in robot mode so I never have to transform it. <laughs> it probably won't, but I understand. Yeah. I, I will transform <laughs> it once like I did with the MP44 and never again. I think this looks pretty good. I think which is one it. which is one more time than you've transformed your Haslab Unicron. Oh yeah, my Haslab Unicron is still <laughs> upstairs, basically untouched. 
dead sad. These are transformers, so, but I just don't want to do it. So diecast, I have like a sizable collection of seekers in the old masterpiece <laughs> style. I am not buying them again. No, no, you ju- they're just doing Starscream, and, and then maybe, maybe no, Sky okay, I'm not buying any of them again. So, hey, hey, you want to feel yeah, old? No, we- Here, Masterpiece Thrust was went up for pre-order five years ago this week. Five years ago, <sighs> yeah. But Diecast, they've already actually solicited for Thundercracker and Skywarp, so those are for yeah. Sure. Yes, yes, that's what I'm saying. They, they'll stop at three. They won't. They won't, they won't do it. They might take no. a year off before they, uh, you know, start issuing coneheads. <laughs> and Takara actually will issue a Sunstorm. It'll be the wrong colors, probably, because nobody respects uh, E Hobby Orange Sunstorm anymore. Mm. Which, I mean, to be fair, the E Hobby toy was only orange creamsicle like that because Takara was using you know an aged VHS transfer or like an early Rhino DVD or something to determine the colors from and the jet they called Sunstorm was probably always supposed to be more yellow but like that eHobby toy is brilliant orange and I want that in a modern thing and something I can afford to have yeah eHobby Sunstorm is insane off off the Earthrise secret mold (laughs) Yeah, I mean, ideally, I would I would take a Sunstorm off the Siege Tetrajet if it came down to it. But since I specifically want the E-Hobby toy itself to be the the focus of the updating, yeah, I would prefer the Earthrise mold because that gets the closest to that. Oh, I canceled my Skywarp pre-order. I don't, looks like I didn't do Thundercracker at all. That's probably fine. I, I don't think that. you need to spend the extra yeah, $600. Maybe you should you know, decide whether you like Starscream first. Mm. No, he's just gonna buy it anyway. Yeah, that's exactly. What I'm doing I, 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 I can see it in his face. Yeah, that's what I'm doing right now. <laughs> uh, let's see what, what do we have going on I next. Think my, I think my Thundercracker's coming from GameStop. What? That's yeah, interesting. Oh, uh, let's see here. So, oh, I didn't see this. Uh, Transformers Generations 2020 book Shogu Has- Hasui interview translation part one. Yeah, so a user on TFW Op Optimus um, translated the uh, translated a Chinese translation from another user on one of the Chinese forums into English. I've read through this and like it reads very naturally, so I'm convinced that the translation itself is probably accurate and is uh, usable. And it's it's kind of interesting. Um, there's more information in this, I think, than you would typically expect from like a you know magazine bonus interview kind of thing. Um, I'm not going to go through the whole um, the whole text of the interview here, but like one thing that was interesting to me that stood out when they were developing Jetfire, um, apparently originally, while the robot mode looked very cartoon accurate, like what we got in the Commander class. Uh, at one point they were designing it, they had a completely different vehicle mode for it, and um, I guess Hasui was one of the ones pushing back, saying, like, if we're going to go this far for the robot, let's just do the vehicle like it looked in the cartoon, too. Like, you know, let's not do a half measure here. Uh, so that's one of the reasons we got that as the most cartoon-accurate Skyfire Jetfire to date. Um, and apparently... Part of the development of the weaponizers uh, came from an older idea of basically including like a build a figure 
cog in generations assortments sometime in the past. Like, I don't think that was something that was, uh, it doesn't, the, the impression I get from reading this is that it wasn't like an early form of what they were trying to do with Siege, but just some idea they'd had explored in the past and decided to revisit when uh, Siege's ideas came up. So we did keep kind of asking about build a figure possibility for Transformers. So. Yeah, and we ended up getting it in Cyberverse um, recently with the McAdam figure, although we'd had it in the Beast Wars anniversary line also with that Transmutate figure. Yeah. Um, so it's certainly not unheard of in Transformers, but yeah, more uncommon than not. I'm surprised, honestly, that they have not done the build a figure parts for the Red Collection. Um, but the link to the interview is in the show notes, uh, tfradio.net slash 730 after the podcast goes up. So I would definitely uh, go. It's on TFW's forums. Go and check it out. It's a very interesting read. Uh, hopefully part two of this will be up uh, pretty soon. But good translation takes some time to do. So let's, be, let's all be patient. Yeah. Okay. So let's see. Did you yeah. did you get your Skywarp reordered? I uh, I'm just confirming that I canceled my Thundercracker before I pre-order a second <laughs> one. <laughs> well, I mean, you can just go ahead and pre-order it and cancel one of them if you need to because you've got a few months, I think, before it comes out. Yeah, it looks. I did order it. I just don't can't see my order still there. I didn't get a confirmation of a cancellation, so <laughs> I'll just worry about it after the show. Okay, so uh, let's see here. Kotaku posted uh, Cyberverse Rock and Roll Change Figures yesterday, and I it so this really speaks to the um, struggle that I have when it comes to uh, collecting toys because there are I just like isolating down to what I want to collect. It's so challenging because. You know, I can probably never collect everything. Like, there's certain things I just don't buy for the most part now. Like, Studio Series stuff that's not G1. I don't really normally even bother with it. I'm, I'm okay with that. I skipped out on most of the Bayverse movie toys, and I'm okay with that. Uh, I don't buy Cyberverse in general. I'll buy the occasional toy, and I'm usually okay with it. But even though these toys are probably crap. I love the look of them. <laughs> like, I, like, I love the way that Optimus Prime looks. I genuinely love that. Um, I think it looks fantastic. And I guess I, can, I guess I can pick and choose what I buy. But at the same time, uh, if I'm ever going to like have the collection that I want, I really just need to lock in and focus on you know the stuff that i want and i just don't even have the room i don't even have the room for all the stuff i have now it just kind of sucks but yeah, I mean, you just moved to a bigger house yeah so basically these are like what one step changers but gigantic yeah so like we were trying to figure out in pre-show how to classify these and like they're kind of jump startery kind of one step changery at the same time um the the way the bumblebee transforms in the video clip they have reminds me of i think there was like a drift in the That's electronic in the too movie. oh my god yeah they talk um or scream depending how you want to parse it um 
in the one of the movie One Step Changer lines that might have been Age of Extinction, there's like a prowl and a drift that had basically like um uh, butterfly knife transformation that mm-hmm. was the action you do and it kind of reminds me of that but completely automatic on its own yeah and i think that's kind of neat i do too i you know i liked when the main line of a transformers toy line included things like you know the one step changers and the what are they called the fast action battlers or whatever they were yeah. Uh, but now you basically have generations and then secondary stuff. But yes. like when animated was the primary line, animated ran the gamut of like the price points. Mm-hmm. I miss that. Yeah. yeah. Very Yeah, because we didn't we didn't have like scout class toys with animated. We had animated activators, which were yes. like Beast Wars basics. Because they had the same function of you'd push a button or move a lever or something, and you'd get a mostly complete transformation through a spring and gear action. I miss that. And uh, most people ended up with at least an activator's bumblebee because that was how you would get one that's in scale for the most part with the other "quote unquote" regular animated yeah. toys. Yeah, and they were yeah. neat. Yeah, it, yeah. I, I I bemoan generations. It's it's like a monkey's paw. Because on one hand, it gives us it gives us the stuff that we want, like the dopamine hit of the nostalgia. But at the same time, it just, you know, it, I don't want to say it stifles creativity because they, engineering-wise, I think they're more creative than ever when it comes with generations. But and Hasbro does listen, you know. Uh, you know, you've covered basically everything at this point. Transformers was never about... Oh, well, I need to get, you know, my G1 Bumblebee, my version of G1 Bumblebee. You your G1 Bumblebees were you had you had G1 Bumblebee, you had Legends <laughs> Bumblebee or, you know, Pretender Bumblebee. And, you know, G2 came around and that, you know, then there was that Bumblebee. If you wanted a G1 Bumblebee, you got one of those three. And then occasionally they would do something else that was like a, you know, an homage to it. And Classics was your chance to get a G1 Bumblebee. We don't need a new Bumblebee every year. We don't need a new Optimus Prime every year. If you're going to give us a new Optimus Prime every year, you know, make it like, you know, an event. Uh, yeah, or yeah, not even an event. Like, like with Unicron Trilogy, you had a completely different, uh, completely different take on Optimus every year. Yeah, animated is a completely different take. Car robots a completely, completely different take. Beast machines, Beast Wars. You know, they were Optimus Primal, but again, it was a different take. Yeah, but nobody wants an updated Fire Convoy. No, not really. But you know, I'm just—I'm not saying—I'm not even saying you know do that. You're, just do something new. You're going to make me enter the conversation, Matt. No, well, that's not, I, I was trying, Don. Like, what was the yeah, last I mean, new Optimus Prime they really gave us? Like Transformers Go. That was Takara. Oh, the the Dragon Train one. Yeah. Ugh. Yeah. Do we, I mean, have, do we have to talk about that? Yeah, I mean, I guess uh, movie Bayverse Optimus Prime and Studio Series. 38, you know, Bumblebee Optimus are kind of a new take on Optimus. You know, Cyberverse is a new take on, on Optimus. Robots in Disguise was a new take on Optimus. Prime was a new take on Optimus. But, like, nobody thinks that, for the most part, that uh, that Cyberverse is an adult-oriented line. Sure, they have the deluxe scale toys that are okay, mm-hmm. but it doesn't even have to be an adult. What am I even saying? Uh, Armada is like my favorite toy line ever, pretty much. And it was not 
geared towards adults. It was made so that adults could enjoy it as well as kids. It was just a toy line. But it's like yeah, now there's like it, it, there's like two completely different tiers. There's like toys that are like well made, and then toys that kind of don't feel that great when you play with them. And you know they're like made for younger and younger kids. There just doesn't seem to be like a middle ground. Yeah, and you know people keep calling for you know like a redo of Unicron trilogy stuff, but and I, I would I absolutely I buy a new. Yeah, I would absolutely buy a new Armada Optimus Prime. I I like that design to begin with. But think about the mini cons and yeah. then think about the micro masters that we just recently got <laughs> some of the some of the quality we yeah. we ran into there. Yeah, like Cyberverse as a concept is fine. I just would say give more diversity to the the toys in the line and make some of them, you know, a little more sturdy is not the right word, but you know, just collector focused isn't even the right word just they all feel like they are like just a step above dollar store toys maybe i'm wrong but that's just how i feel about them you know i i never felt that armada optimus prime you know was felt like you know it was meant for like one of the what what's the what's the term uh run round rung six or something the term oh for, um it used to be market six market six but yeah, it never but felt like it was intended for, for years that. either. Yeah, like, you know, like dollar stores. It never felt like it was intended for that. You know, the deluxe Armada Prime, Energon Optimus, none of those felt like they were second tier toys. But they also didn't feel like, you know, they were just, um, you know, meant for adult collectors either. They were fun. Yeah. And for the most part, generation toys aren't fun. They're just clever and nice looking. And, you know, they try to pile drive you to death with nostalgia. Wow, just way to take away everybody's enjoyment, Brian. I'm sorry. New stuff. Yeah, don't even redo our, our Unicron trilogy. It was nice. Do something yeah, new. So, yeah, no, like, there's things from the Unicron trilogy I would like to see done in modern toys for the sake of, like, having really poseable or more detailed versions of specific characters. But nothing they make now, whether it be Generations or, like, a new devoted line trying to just remake the Unicron trilogy nothing's going to capture the spirit those toys had to begin with it's the same right. problem I had with um, the Beast Wars stuff in Generations in 2014 where it was maybe hitting all the check boxes but none of the spirit of it none of the sense yeah. of like we're trying something completely brand new and different with the line you know like there was none of that that feeling of I don't think adventure is the right word, but I think it's the closest I'm going to get to it right now. Like, it was very, I called the Generations 2014 Beast Wars stuff very paint by numbers. I've called it that for years, and that's the, that's what I mostly get out of it. It is very much just like going through the motions, but not knowing why. Yeah. So, uh, Blade in the chat again, tfradio.net slash discord. Saying that generations gave us fossilizers, like the most fun thing in Transformers in years, and we also had weaponizers. Again, that's all original stuff, and that is awesome. Yeah, but it still feels like it's within the constraints of what generations is, and you yeah, know, at least we I, had bot bots. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh, like you know, actually, even generations when you know we got drift and Windblade and characters like that, you know, it, I, that was even ex you know. Uh, uh, I would I would approve of that, but acceptable. But uh, you know, yeah, that's something I was thinking about recently. Um, just independently, like 
Cyberverse Deluxes are trying to kind of hit a similar mark, mm -hmm. but like for my money, nothing I don't think is ever going to really top the way that I felt about the the Warrior class toys from RID twenty fifteen. Oh, they were so great. Yeah, they were really solid. Oh, they were great. Like generations adjacent toys, but they weren't beholden to all the classic character oh, archetypes. There's a lot of new folded in, a lot of different kind of style and everything with that. And like I've talked about this in years past. It was one of my favorite Transformers things since probably Armada. Yeah, I need to go back and get the couple of Chikara repaints that I didn't get. Yeah, I'd like to get a couple of those too. Yeah, I, but more, more for the most part, I got all of them, and they are wonderful toys. Yeah, they're very good. Yeah, more of that, please, Hasbro. Thank you very much. <laughs> so, what were we talking about? I don't know. Let's move on to the next item. <laughs> um, so this is one. This is I, this made the album art. Um, it's a three zero exclusive toy for uh, Big Bad Toy Store. It looks like it's the. Uh, Soundwave from the Bumblebee movie, the three zero version with Ravage, um, but in shattered glass colors with the headband, and it comes with the headband. Apparently, you don't have to get it after the fact. <laughs> um, I, I just don't know. That just it seems so weird to me. Let's see if I can pull up a better link for people watching the video. It just seems it, odd. It, it's the fact that it's on a on a. Like a live action design, like I, I can say it does feel really, really out of place. It doesn't look bad at all. It just looks odd. Yeah, a little bit. I don't I mean, own any of these. I kind of want it. I'm not going to get it, but I kind of want it. <laughs> the Bumblebee movie Soundwave design looked kind of odd to begin with, and I think some of that was because of its development origins as okay, we need to add this fully CGI Cybertron scene to the movie kind of last minute. We don't have a lot of time to make unique elements for every character. So, like, there's a lot of stuff that's just one size fits all, and on Soundwave, a lot of it doesn't. Yeah. And I, I think the more you put, like, a contrasting deco on here, like Shattered Glass Soundwave's white, uh, the more you kind of see that. Yeah. I, I don't know. Um, Man, uh, I kind of want to get the. I can actually. It makes me want to get uh, the what the e hobby release of the Shattered Class G One Soundwave. Oh yeah, what was the what was the one that the uh, Botcon toy was based on? Oh, that was Universe Ironhide. Uh, oh yeah, that was Universe Ironhide Ratchet. Oh, <laughs> oh, it was right. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I still like that toy. I know it's bad, but <laughs> the thing that always got me with that Botcon toy was like they tried to make a Soundwave head for it, and you know they hit the broad strokes of that, but they also were kind of just off the mark enough to where if you painted some eyes in the visor space and you know made it a little bit more blue, you would have had like a very middle of Marvel G One Optimus Prime head. Yeah. Like it just was not hitting anything quite correctly, which I mean, for those who have been, have been around long enough and paid enough attention, like a lot of BotCon unique head sculpts kind of fell into that trap. God help me, I'm strongly considering pre-ordering this. Don't, don't do it. 
There, do it. There's a $37 non-refundable down payment required. Oh, uh, see, that would that would be my cue to not. That means you don't want to do it. But I, what I like about that is it locks me into doing it. If see, I, that's if what I, do I don't it. like about it. Although, yeah. I think Big Bad Toy Store tweeted out already today that they were like 50% sold through their quantity of these. So, see, you better pre-order it now, Brian. Yeah, don't probably. do it before they run out. Yeah, don't if you wanted it. it all, you probably better, pre- like... I'm You'll not, regret not, it if you don't. I'm not even screwing with you like Matt is. Like, if you ever think you want this, you probably should legitimately pre-order it. I mean, if you have this kind of money, I, I, I would rather you go over <laughs> and pre-order the Marvel Hulkbuster that 3A is doing. I don't collect Marvel toys, though, for the most part. I know, I but, you do collect, but you do collect great. Transformers, so yeah. you should probably pre-order this. <laughs> like, right now, my big bad cart have Skywarp, Thundercracker. The and, masterpieces? Yeah, and this thing. <laughs> yeah, no, you should totally just pull the trigger on that. God, I'm, I'll, I'll wait till the after the show, Mona. <laughs> I need to come down from this. Okay. All right, so stick around for the post show, everybody. Uh, let's see here. What oh, the hell? Are we even at? Speaking of Soundwave, what the hell is this? Ah, uh, yes. It's a pop. I believe it's similar to that giant pop Optimus that uh, Walmart had. That uh, Walmart still has in my case. Uh, and are they on Markdown? Not, uh, not yet. I still won't buy it. But yeah, I, I, I thought the only one I saw. My Walmart. It's been staring at me every time I go in. Uh, anyway, though, it's a Funko large-scale sound wave that comes with, I assume, non-transforming tapes. Oh, so this is a response that says, this is tweet comes from an account you muted. I'm like, oh, what did I mute? Oh, it's Funko. Funko. So, yeah. Um, it looks that's, like that's the tapes enough. do not transform, but it looks like they course, are swappable. Of course they don't transform. Chest, it's pop. Which is pretty cool. <clears throat> mm. No. Don't think I will. Yeah, I don't think you need that. Yeah. It's a GameStop exclusive, so I, oh, I don't know when this goes up for it. pre-order or if it already is up for pre-order, but... Yeah. I went to a GameStop for the first time in years and then felt really bad about it. Really? Yeah. Okay. Oh, speaking of things I would feel bad about, this, <laughs> this upgrade kit. <sighs> so it's a, it's a Grimlock upgrade kit in theory. I'm not even going to show the pictures. I'm, people have seen this. Uh, yeah, it's, it's, it's the DNA Designs upgrade set for Studio Series Grimlock. So it comes with parts like um, replacement dinosaur arms, which I guess are more poseable. <coughs> um, um, partial plates for the missing teeth in the mouth. Um, Wheelie is with, completely new, though, right? I, w- I was building up to that, yeah. Uh, so it does come with a bunch of parts for Grimlock, including what I like is um, the transparent yellow neck plate, so you can see the molded detail underneath. Oh, oh yeah, I like that. So that's actually, that's actually kind of neat. Uh, it comes with a sword in the wrong color, uh, which I was talking with uh, Liam Toybox Soapbox on Twitter. It should be red. Which, yeah, we're both assuming that this is miscolored so that they can release a second kit later with a properly colored sword and a bunch of other, like, well, you know, sort of maybe parts and, you know, forcing to buy two kits to have all the correct but yeah, pieces. The main um, thing that this 
focuses on is um, replacing the wheelie accessory from Studio Series Grimlock. Now, since Grimlock comes with wheelies and accessory, this does still count as a Grimlock upgrade kit. But it's mostly built around giving you a full little same scale wheelie figure that transforms. I like it. I don't know what I think about it. I, yeah, I'm iffy on it. I, I like what it does to Grimlock. <laughs> yeah, it didn't, didn't do much for me. I don't need it, though. It's not a great looking wheelie, but like, if you were so offended by the little accessory figure and you want something that's basically the exact same size and shape, but can actually like pose and transform like it's its own little figure. There's this. Uh, otherwise, you could do the reasonable thing and just get a Titan's Return wheelie, which would be slightly bigger, but is a much better toy. And cheaper, I'm sure. Huh. That is so weird. I have the uh, Takara Legends series wheelie because it came with the Go Shooter Titan Master head. I, I actually both. probably still have... Um, the Titans Return wheelie around here too, actually, because like, who would buy that secondhand? Yeah, at least back then. Somebody might now, but I'd have to find it. The point is, though, you know, if you want a transforming wheelie that is like actually an action figure and transformer on its own, just buy that one. Yeah. you don't need this. You don't need the upgrade kit. I just put it in here because it's ridiculous. I don't really go for upgrade kits for the most part. I've only bought a couple. Um, I don't know that I'd like, well, there are things I don't like about Studio Series Grimlock, things that are weird to me, but this doesn't really remedy those. The biggest problem I've found with Studio Series Grimlock in the time since I got it, I can't get the dinosaur mode to take a posture that I like without it, like, tipping backwards. Because if I get it where it's stable, the tail basically has to be touching the ground. And then it looks like it's pitched back too far already. I can't kind of have it just tilted a little bit forward because it won't balance. I yeah. love Studio Series Grimlock. I have not a bad word to say about it. So It's not bad. I mean, I certainly like the idea of it and most of the execution. There's just that, you know, one little thing. I can't get the pose in a way that I think looks good in dinosaur mode. Yeah, weird. I imagine I won't have that problem with Slag since he's a quadruped. Oh, yeah. Man, I can't wait to get that. Okay. Uh, anything well, else? I mean, if you, if you look at the right places on eBay right now, you can probably get one for like $175. Actually, I need to check. He, uh, he's contemplating it. That's the funny thing. No, no. Well, no, he no. wouldn't do it, though, because <laughs> it's, you know, an out-of-box uh, five-finger special from a factory oh, definitely in Singapore. Not. But I, I still need to check to see if anybody in the U.S. is selling Galvatron. Real quick. I will check for that. Um, no, I have not seen any Galvatrons from U.S. sellers at like anything close to retail price. Boo. Boo. Okay. Man, okay. Anything else? <clears throat> no, I think we actually made it through all the show notes. Ah, well, we have a lot left to go through because it's what we got this week. Who wants to go first? Ah, uh, crap. I'll go first. I don't first. have anything. I was, I was hoping Chris would say, speaking of Kingdom Galvatron... <laughs> no, I mean, like, it's not like I haven't been looking, but Triplet I has his, and I want to go to his house and, like, knock him in the head with something and drive I off. I was with hoping it. that's where you were going with that. No, I didn't get in on Big Bad Toy Store's allotment in time, so 
No Galvatron for me yet. Go ahead, Diecast. I got something that Brian, I thought you said you were going to get. Um, but Uh-oh. maybe you didn't. Is there only get one of yet. them? No, then no. Maybe I did get it. There's <laughs> lots of them, uh, but it's fairly new. I did not it's get that. The Transformers Monopoly game. How many Monopoly sets? This question came up on um, the Transmasters group about how many Monopoly sets there are, and I counted six. How many of those do you have? The Transformers Monopoly. Um, this is actually other than the the premium one, deluxe Monopoly yeah. one. Uh, this is actually my first. Okay, I just did a Google image search, and I counted them, and I came up with six. So. This one's really cool, though. It's got little energon, uh, energon cubes and construct, construct energon bunkers. Is that what the so. mini pieces are? Yeah, yeah that sucks. But, yeah. So I have like a Kim. Got, I don't want to complain about it, but Kim got me an Avengers Monopoly set for Christmas. My buddy Dusty also got him. He got himself a Monopoly set, an Avengers set. They're completely different. His has like many Marvel figures as like the the little playable pieces and mine has like little discs that have like the first letter of the name of the character and it sucks. Oh yeah. No, those have those have Transformers in it too. The little oh. playable Yeah, it's got those too. The Energon pieces I think the bunkers like for houses houses, houses and hotels. Yeah. Gotcha. yeah. Bunkers okay. and cubes. Yeah, it it's it's really actually for, for only twenty bucks. I, I think it's definitely worth it. Yeah, nice. So, and then the only other thing I got non transformer related, but it's Hasbro related. I got uh, I got some blood. Oh, cool! <laughs> so, another Cobra Island figure that took forever to track down. Uh, thanks, thanks a lot, guys. <laughs> the um, so I said that I've given up on. G.I. Joe Classified, I really don't much care for it. Um, but I did end up ordering Major Blood because <laughs> during the same announcement, they said that those been, the Baroness figures and the other stuff will hit retail again. Maybe I'll find it. If I can get them, I think I can keep going. But like, if not, I, I, there's not much keeping me with that line. But I did get Major Blood. So I really haven't missed that much from this line but the gi joe line's kind of frustrating too because they keep coming out with variant figures mm-hmm. which is that that drives me nuts when there's just like minor differences yeah what are we on like wave wave what three or four and we have three roadblocks already yeah yeah it is the third roadblock <laughs> this one actually looks good though and like the first two it looks it looks like Roadblock. The first one I wasn't crazy about, and the second one is just weird. Yeah, some of our people in our Discord when that stream was happening were commenting how the whole, <clears throat> all the stuff they announced looked like a, what they were calling a soft reboot of the visual style of Classified. Yeah, I just did not care for the way that the, uh, the head sculpts looked on those first figures. They just look off. They don't look like the characters. They look like somebody I would work with. <laughs> at the office yeah cool so that's all diecast got uh matt did you get anything nope not a thing chris has nothing don hey yeah sorry i was turned off the uh 
camera to save a little bit of bandwidth. Um, got a couple of things, nothing really major. Uh, off topic, I went to GameStop as well. You know, I'm not a big Turtles fan. I'm, I'm really not. But the new pop culture shock shredder. You bought a statue? Yeah. You have to be yeah, a pretty big a fan to buy a statue of anything done. Yeah, that's that but I'm, looks that is a pretty, pretty nice, nice looking statue. It's an yeah. awesome yeah, looking statue. <laughs> yeah, I mean it's I mean I saw that when I was on my lunch break and I went by after work and I thought I've got my last five dollar power pro thing. How much was it? Uh it was forty nine ninety nine and the, the, the five dollar the five dollars okay. you get every month pretty much took care of the tax. That's worth that's worth fifty bucks. I, I wouldn't complain yeah. with that. I, I don't need I mean, it. Yeah. <laughs> I mean I I have so little turtle stuff. You know, but I've got that. I've got the tiger, tiger armor shredder, and a few other small pieces. You know, so if I, if I ever do a, a turtle shelf, that'll look really good. They had a crane, but I've got the NECA crane, and I really didn't want to fall down that rabbit hole until they do an Asagi, probably. But uh, so I got that, and then I got Lady J. Uh, I'm just basically just being super cherry picking on these figures, but I want to make sure I at least get the female figures from GI Joe since they're going to be pretty much underrepresented anyway as it is because we've already had at least two Scarlets. So again, so. Blade in the chat said he didn't like the newest Roadblock because it looks too much like it's trying to be the original figure, and I fully understand that I'm being a hypocrite when it comes to GI Joe compared to Transformers, but that's what I like about it. Where the difference is, Transformers is a living, breathing, thriving toy line. G.I. Joe has been retread <laughs> for so long that, you know, if when they try to do something new, it just feels off for the most part. Sorry. Go ahead, Don. Uh, that's fine. Now, the big thing that I got that wait, I got wait, from it, that you last... You have the big thing? Huh? Do you have the big thing? The, the special thing? You had, you had like, one uh, of the big yeah, things well, last it's, week. It's, yeah, it's one of the special things. Last week, I showed off... The red G2 Snarl from Fans uh, Toys, yes. which completed my G2 Dinobots. This week... Are oh, you breaking up, Don? Now, as you can tell, this looks immaculately like the G1 Astrotrain figure. And I would show it off to you in more detail if I hadn't been scammed by the eBay seller and have gotten a selection of stickers and a keychain. What? Yeah, the... Uh, the seller had ninety nine point four percent feedback. What did what what did you try to buy? Yeah, you broke up in the middle of saying what it was supposed to be. Sorry, fans toys Thomas. Oh, I was thinking oh. it was like the hobby Astro Train. Was the yeah was the uh, the fans toys Astro Train and the eBay seller had a very good very good history six hundred fourteen of uh, feedback and ninety nine point four ninety nine point six. And then the negative feedback started rolling in, and he's gone from nine <clears> feedback <throat> over the year, over the past year, or the last six months, whatever however it does, to 54 as of right before the show. So, yeah, everyone is getting stickers, keychains. Yeah, so... I like to get your money back. Was this out of China, or is this yeah, domestic? It, it, was, it was a Chinese I, seller, but... Again, the feedback was there, the history was there. I don't try. I I know, I know, I know. It's but I'm just saying you have to you have to go by. I mean, because every because everywhere I've been in, scammed by somebody with great feedback from China too. I'm never, I I'm never going to spend more than thirty or forty bucks from for from China. 
Yeah, I mean, Wait, it's, what what was it supposed to be? Thomas. Thomas. Van Stoy's Thomas. Yeah. And I was sent a Manila envelope full of stickers and keychains. So luckily, I have I did find a seller on the TFW boards who is parting with his for only about thirty dollars more than what that would have cost me. So, so uh, what what kind of assortment of stickers and keychains did you get from that deal? Uh, hopefully, well, based on his feedback on the TFW boards, I'm hoping it'll be a lot better than this, obviously. But I'll wait. I'll wait till that comes. But yeah, um, again, I know Brian. I totally agree with you on that. Uh, it's just again, if you see the if you see the positive history is there, and there was no reason to expect this, and it was only about originally thirty dollars more than what the retail was when it came out, and that that Thomas has gone through the roof is you know it's really skyrocketed since it came out and i had no reason to expect i was wary but i mean again the numbers you have to go by something so there's that i mean but yeah. I, I i i hate to you know sort of uh poo poo on a whole you know country you know of a billion people when it comes to buying things on ebay but just it's just so easy for somebody for them to scam you. Yeah. It, take, it, it takes so long for something to come through. You may forget about it. Um, you know, it's the communication is not always, it's it sometimes it just the distance between the distance between the United States and Canada from, pardon me, China from a logistical perspective, the difference in language and everything, it just makes it really easy to be, you know, scammed. Oh, I totally, I totally agree. Now, you know, I am just saying TFW does have a thread where that where people list the good sellers that you can go by that have that have now, proven if, track if dealing, like If I know I'm dealing with a person, you know, that's one thing. But if it's just like a, a generic account, you know, it's like, you know, number one toy seller, you know, something like that. And there's not like a person attached to it. Like there's, there's sellers on Facebook that I trust. Because, you know, you can build that personal connection with them. Oh, yeah. I mean, again, Brian, I am not disagreeing with you at oh, all. No, I'm sorry. basically just trying to dig myself out of, out of a hole. If yeah. worried that I'm <laughs> dug myself in a hole. But it's, just, it's just all the sellers I, routine, I have bought from in the past were about 40 to $50 higher. And the feedback difference was not the numbers were there, but percentage wise, it was still pretty equivalent. But again, you know, you pay your money, you take your chances. So I am waiting for a refund through the PayPal uh, program. Uh, so there's that. But uh, anyway, that's, uh, I've still got two more things coming from that big purchase when I was selling all that stuff. So hopefully those will be here by next week. Cool. And not be stickers. <laughs> uh, John, did you get anything? Uh, no, actually. Well, you got the really yeah. cool thing last week. I, I missed. Yeah, I got the 1985 uh, Toy Fair catalog um, for Mattel. Uh, but I think I guess the one thing I did get <laughs> that I did mention last week was the the DNA kit for uh, Studio Series Devastator. I did unpack that and install that. <laughs> um, every piece of it has been installed. Oh wow! Uh, so <laughs> in, in, in seriousness. <laughs> Yes, he's got those things, and yes, they are. Um, um, you're breaking up. Things. You're breaking up a little bit on your end. I don't know if it's um. You who you can blame on that, Brian? Me. Apple, Apple Corporation. Oh, because like 
for on two fronts breaking up because I have to tell this story. So this has happened twice in my life now where Apple has a forced update for like security or just a firmware update. Right. And it's forced on you forced. And for the second time it has bricks a Mac. Oh, no. Like it installs at like 2 AM or 3 AM. Oh, you're going to be doing video this week too. I forgot about that. Well, its way yes forces its way through and then when you wake up and sit down with your cup of coffee or whatnot your your mac is gone i'm sorry destroyed destroyed anyway uh i'll be back up and running hopefully next week okay so anyway devastator real quick devastator um yeah he comes with he comes with the two wrecking balls i installed them they are that is factually correct they are wrecking balls they're fine more seriously the, um, the the kit itself is really nice, so it does bulk him up. Uh, primarily, it comes with this um, this big attachment for his back, so it kind of beefs up his back, and it looks more like the grinding gears from the movie that uh, grinds everything up as he sucks up everything in that scene. Um, it comes with some biceps, effectively, that, that kind of double the mass of his upper arms. Um, it comes with uh, some extra kibble for his shoulders, uh, that includes some rubber hoses that are kind of neat. It's kind of a neat texture thing. Um, there are some additional um, pieces that kind of give some bulk to his head. So like on the sides of his head, his temples. Uh, he comes with his rabbit ears, so you can finally put the rabbit ears on in, in robot mode. Uh, and then it comes with uh, kind of like an abdomen piece <clears throat> for his tummy that, uh, that fills that out a little bit. So... Um, the only the only drawback is for the money, you know, for fifty or sixty bucks, it uh, it beats him up, but it doesn't it doesn't help him look any better on all fours. It doesn't like really do anything to to give him a more accurate movie um, pose. Uh, it basically just gives him you know a beefier look as a uh, a stand up robot, which is kind of the crux of the problem with Studio Series Devastator. So. You know, it does a good job of filling him out. Does it fix, like, the core issue that some people have with him? No, not so much. Um, but, uh, but overall, I do, I do like it. I just wish it helped him on all fours. And knowing DNA, there probably is going to be a second kid for, like, $100 that does that. Um, so, so we'll see. But, uh, but overall, pretty nice kit. And uh, I, I actually would recommend it. If you look at the pictures online and, and think that it looks good to you, um, it's pretty accurate. So, so I would recommend it. Cool. Okay, real quick. In the chat, tfradio.net slash discord, MRP73 pointed out there are four roadblocks in classified. So I need to figure out which one I'm missing and correct that or not. Uh, two, uh, there was uh, pictures going around of a third-party devastator that people were... Uh, laughing at because it, it comes with like all of the robot bits and as is a is a basically like a centerpiece that you attach everything to yeah basically brian it's almost like the micromaster combiners where <clears throat> the end because you know yeah. when you when you built them there was the the head the, the torso and all that so yeah magic square made stunticons magic that, square okay magic square yeah they made a really good looking set of stunticons that's just now finishing up, and then they come out with these. The, and the the individual robots look. These are the ones that come with the trumpets. Okay. They look they look great, but then you have a fake entire torso and, 
Yeah. Yeah. That's funny. That that the the construction vehicles basically slot into. I mean, these are these are um, legend scale the individual yeah. robots, right? So I like in that instance, I don't think I mind that much having the fill-in parts for the combiner body just to get the proportions and relative size where it needs to be because those legends toys would be so compromised trying to do all that internally. Yeah, at that scale, I would rather just have a good devastator. Like, I would take the compromise. Now, I believe I saw pictures of a second Legends Devastator that had a similar core body construction like that, but the body parts, quote-unquote, transformed into some kind of... Uh, drill. Vehicle. Yeah. Cool. I, don't think, I don't think the uh, the one you were originally referring to does anything but just be body parts. Cool. Okay. John, anything else? Okay. Let me get my stuff out of the way, then we'll uh, wrap the show up. So, um, hooray. Boring stuff. I was out and about, and I was looking for the uh, Authentics Barricade, which I found. It's cute. I saw the Autobot Ratchet, which I didn't remember seeing before. Of course, I don't collect Authentics, but I bought it anyway. Because I'm an idiot. That it's been around, but yeah. yeah. <clears throat> but I picked those up. Uh, Barricade looks great. It's going to stay in the package, but you know. I'm sure you'll enjoy it far more that way. Yes, <clears throat> absolutely. Um, <laughs> so I was talking before we talked about the Toy Hacks kit uh, for um, the Nemesis Prime trailer uh, from the Netflix toy. Uh, oh yeah, to make it G2 Optimus trailer and you pair that up with the Netflix Optimus uh the Wave 2 Earthrise version which is basically G2 Optimus and you have a G2 Optimus Prime so I got the the uh set here uh looks nice can't wait to put it on I was trying to find a second Nemesis Prime because the price on that has skyrocketed it's just unlike the spoiler pack for um uh, the Ultra Magnus from the first wave, I, it just, you know, it, which became worthless. Nemesis Prime didn't. So what I decided to do was order uh, the Netflix Nemesis Prime from Amazon Japan. Uh, the Takara version comes in a windowed box and looks great. I was going to have that as my Nemesis Prime, and I was going to use the um, the Netflix version, the Hasbro version for the, uh, you know, the, the G2 toy. Uh, except, you know, when I ordered it, um, from Japan, they shipped it in an envelope. So, oh, it got smashed mm. coming from Japan. So the really nice box, oh. yeah, uh, got smashed. So this is I maybe I could I could potentially try to flatten it out. Maybe it wouldn't look so horrible. I might do that, but I think it would take some tape. In the long run, I might actually prefer it if I did that. But yeah, it got smashed, and I was trying to go through the process of doing a return. But doing a return to Japan is not fun. Yeah, the best thing you can really hope for is them just saying, like, yeah, it's not worth the trouble, just keep it more refund you. Yeah, but they didn't do that, so I, yeah. Yeah, that almost never happens. Yeah. So, uh, I got that. When I was on vacation, I was looking for Transformers uh, licensed stuff from, you know, candy shops and whatever. I didn't find any licensed stuff, but I did find 
knockoffs. So this is like it's not even a knockoff. It's I don't even don't even know what you'd call a, it. It's not a really clone? a bootleg. What'd you call it? What'd you say? A clone. A clone, maybe. So it's uh, like a one-step changer sort of toy. Except it, uh, so this one right here, you fold it over and the arms uh, collapse in, and you have an unlicensed Camaro. It looks like Bumblebee, and there's a different, there's a black version of it as well that was supposed to be somebody different. Then I guess this is supposed to be some sort of Lamborghini or something, but the robot mode to me looks like Jazz. So I don't know what the heck hmm. this is supposed to be, but that was also in a different color. But it wasn't worth buying another one, so I got that. Hmm. Uh so this is something I bought a while ago. Uh, and it's funny because it was posted on a Transformers artifacts group and nobody could identify where it came from. The seller had about 10 of them and it's like a Transformers MicroMaster sticker sheet. Like it's new old stock. It's from 1989. And um, yeah, it's, it's certainly neat. It's certainly a sticker sheet and it's certainly 32 years old. And it was like five bucks and wasn't worrying too much about that. I got this at McKay's. It is, uh, which character is this? Uh, bum, 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 bum. It's not Mirage. Is it Camshaft? Prowl. No. I think it's Camshaft. But it's. Show us. Yeah. It was, it's one of the, I guess it came from Dollar General. It's, uh, it's one of the spy changers. It's a clear one from Universe. So. Yeah, there's really no telling them. Yeah. So it's on the card. It was like $4. I, I have the toy already, but I didn't have it on the card. So I spent $4 to get it. Uh, just a couple few more things. Um, I finally completed my motivators. I say I completed it. It's not quite complete because I don't have the box for it yet. I did. I do have a box on the way for it. But Gripper came. I actually should have the box next week and it's coming with a few extras and I'll talk about that then. But uh, my third motivator. And I will be able to combine them into what do they call them? It's, I mean, it's supposed to be like big rescue or whatever, but uh, uh, I, you're thinking rescue force. No, I'm sorry. Yeah, no, this is a big, big, uh, this is uh, not Road Caesar. It's big, but what are the big motivators? What they called it? Well, I thought the motivators didn't come with parts to combine them. Yeah. They, they, but you can still combine them. They just don't have like the chess piece or whatever. Yeah. So, uh, so I was, I was confusing Rescue Kaiser, but there's, I think, big motivators yeah. name for this is when you put it together. Yeah. It's not, it's not official. It's an unofficial, uh, combiner mode. But you can still put it together. Uh, but um, yeah, so I got that. Uh, speaking of Rescue Force, I had this on the way. I didn't get it. Uh, this is Rescue Force number one. Was this Leozak? But not. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, but not. In, I, it, they don't have names. So no, no. So, but this one's also on the card. So. Now I have half a rescue force on the card, which does me no good because I want to combine them into four six of uh Lyo Kaiser. But uh this actually just popped up recently on a on a 
local seller had this. They sell on eBay, but they're like 30 minutes from here. I saw it. It was pretty cheap. It's a Spanish version of First Aid, but on the card. Uh, so it's the Spain version from Spain from 1990. <laughs> yeah, so... Like my first devast my first um defense war, and I'm pretty sure my first Bruticus all came uh from Spain. That's how I got them. Uh I got them from Bantha Trad, if I remember right, from Oh wow. Yeah, his website, uh, his AOL site when that was still up and running. Um, but he had those for sale for cheap. This wasn't super expensive. But um, it certainly wasn't, you know, five bucks. Um, it certainly wasn't 1998 money. It wasn't 1998 money. I mentioned this on the show a couple weeks ago. I mentioned it on Twitter. Um, I already have a copy of this, but it was marked up. Uh, this is a pristine copy of the uh, Vintage 1986 Transformers the Movie soundtrack on vinyl. Uh, but it, it's also just like the copy I have. It's a promotional copy. It's got the little gold stick, a foil stamp on it. This is not for resale. Uh, the one I have has an autograph of a DJ who apparently gave it away. And it has a sticker from the radio station that gave it away. This is, um, this is really nice. Uh, a record store in Raleigh, North Carolina had a, like a stack of these for sale. Huh? Yeah. I guess it makes sense that a record store would get you know, get their hands on something like this, you know, I in guess. an acquisition. So, uh, let's see here. I've been buying some stuff from Japan. Uh, this was something I didn't have, so I got it. It is from the Generations 2014 uh, book. It's the way it goes with it. It's Shuki, which is the repaint of Astro Train. So, that he's one of the, I guess, the leader of the train bots. Um, it's pretty cheap, so got that. I'm trying to remember if I ever picked one of those up. You had, so I know you had Art Fire, and I got, I got Stepper, I got Stepper, Art Fire, and Go Shooter for sure. Yeah, you had, I, I got Go Shooter. Um, now I have Art Fire. There was a version of Stepper. Which which way was Stepper? Ricochet. No, 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 no. Which so it was the reveal the shield jazz. Reveal oh, the shield okay, jazz. That's how you mean that? Yeah, okay. Yeah. So okay, I didn't even know that existed. I don't. Yeah, I, I got it. I got it. At BotCon twenty twelve. Yeah, I mean, I guess I knew it existed. I just forgot about it. Actually, <laughs> yeah. actually, now that I think of it, was I there when you got it? Well, you were with me at that BotCon, so I, I mean, think I think actually I think I remember. I think I was with you when you bought that. I completely forgot about it. Yeah, probably. Uh, it was Sunday, and John came and found us and grabbed me and said he saw one booth with one left because he knew I'd been looking for one and I went over and bought it and I think it was like $120. Uh, I'm going to do I'm going to do uh, I've got two things left. I'm going to do the one that I have. I think they're both cool but one is something I've been wanting for a while. Something The other is something I've been wanting for a while but not actively looking for. I got a good price on it. It is a Nucleon Quest Convoy. Ooh. Ooh. Yeah. So I've been Nucleon buying stuff. Quest, from super convoy. That's important. Yeah, super convoy. I've been uh, obviously. I, I would rather have fire guts, God Jinrai, but uh, yes, but I would kill you for it. I know. I've been <laughs> I've been pricing these, and this was an exceptional deal. 
Um, I had an option of buying one mint and sealed box or loose for like, you know, three quarters of the price. I went with loose and it is just like gym mint brand new. It looks like it's never even been touched. So very pleased with this purchase. So I, I am, I am jealous. It's, it's, it is gorgeous. Uh, let me actually. That, yeah. That's not one of my grail items, but like I, I, seriously seriously appreciate that for what it is oh god it's gorgeous let me pull it out um show the cab it was a big deal too at the time because like when they did that version of that on the reissued um god jinrai body like that was the first time the character of convoy was on that body for japanese continuity yeah so god it just looks so great um (laughs) oh there we go just looks so nice. It's so stiff too. It's like it's I don't know if it's ever been transformed. Yeah, we, we can hear the joints. Yeah. Beautiful. Oh, it's really gorgeous. Nice. And the the uh cab mode has the red windows. Yeah. Just gorgeous. Uh, maybe I should have gone with that last. Um the thing I got that I've been <laughs> wanting for a while. There's a couple of G1 toys that I've been wanting in the box specifically. Uh, just to make me a happy collector. Uh, I got one of them, and it's in really nice shape. I posted this to Twitter, so people may have saw it. It's a Brainstorm, and it's in great shape. Yeah, no, I. that's a really, really good example of that. Yeah. And the price sticker on it is, it was fifteen ninety nine, which actually I think was original retail, so it wasn't the clearance one. A lot of time you get a lot of time you f- you find stuff like this. It's clearance because somebody a collector probably bought it on clearance and then hoarded stuff. This is not so. Just very happy to have that. The other toy spoilers is G One Mirage. I eventually I'll get a nice boxed copy of it. I have a nice boxed knockoff of it, but that I doesn't count. Okay, mm-hmm. that's that's what I got this week. I'm done. Yeah, you, you probably should have gone with Nucleon Quest Super Convoy last, but either way, that's a, that was a really good one. Yeah, Nucleon Quest Convoy ha- cost half of what Brainstorm cost. And Brainstorm wasn't, was way less than I would have expected. Got a really nice deal on the Convoy. Uh, so, let's see here. I want to thank our patrons at the Touch Tier, of course, at patreon.com slash tfradio, or you can also go to tfradio.net slash um, Patreon. Uh, but we mention them on the show every week. It is required by our agreement with our patrons. We have the folks listed at tfradio.net slash credits as well. I want to thank Kevin Dorsey, Ryan Bona, Cheesy Patty, Emmett Sresevich, Rabbits, Hector Bones, Nathan Sampy, Ness, Joey Russell, Jason Hiley, Mike Mallory, Jason W. Rye, Sean Hamilton, Jacob Owen Lucia, Sean Bratton, Spider Bob, Mighty Orbots, and Black and White Now in Color. If you want to be a patron at the Touch Tier, you can also be on our History on the Vibes podcast, which is pretty cool. You can find us at tfradio.net. We have our links there. Uh, you can watch us on, you know, tfradio.net slash Roku. You can watch us on a Roku channel or on, Am- or on YouTube each week. It's pretty cool. Uh, let's see here. Rob Clay is not here. Uh, he's at what? Figure Reviewers on Twitter. Is that his preferred? Mm-hmm. That, yeah, that's his, his toy-oriented, mostly account. And uh, for his 
video gaming, there is at uh, Rob Flails, which is his uh, Twitter for his Flail Through's YouTube channel where he mostly plays Gundam Battle Operation. I have no idea what's dropping in that this week because he plays it and I don't. Yeah. Uh, he has his Patreon, which you can find. Is that what's it? That's at uh, Flail Through's, patreon.com slash Flail Through's, if I remember right. And you can, uh, gosh, the joints on this are so tight. I'm so, I don't want to break it. Oh, there we go. Uh, <laughs> Uh, you can uh, throw money his way, and he will uh, do what you say on video. Basically, not not like I think he'll be like he'll the, do custom the rounds and color schemes on the mobile suits. Yeah, yeah, yeah he's not. He's, and I believe uh, patrons also get the perk of previews of the um, thumbnails in advance for his videos for the coming week. Yeah, and of course, uh, you mentioned before tfradio.net slash playlist. His birthday's coming up. Mm-hmm. Uh, the- 23rd i think yeah uh it's only been like 20 years i think i finally remember when his birthday is i don't remember when my brother's birthdays are and again i only remember what kim's birthday is because it's a week before triplets and i remember it's fine i did i didn't know it was your birthday until i saw people wishing you happy birthday i don't remember anybody's birthday except triplet i remember because it's the day before christmas because that sucks and uh, kim's kim's birthday is uh, a week before that that's and that's basically it uh chris how do people get a hold of you i'm personally on twitter at chris rtxb i'm on uh social media for my toy photography at play with photos on twitter or play with photography on instagram uh you can find my toy photography work collected at playwithphotography.com if you'd like to throw some money my way to show some support and help me do what i do um i'm on patreon at patreon.com slash play with photos where you can uh sign up for as little as two dollars per month cool and I have an Amazon wish list at tfradio.net slash chrysalist. Diecast. Uh, you can follow me on Twitter at Diecast2, and I have an Amazon wish list at tfradio.net slash diecastlist. Cool. Uh, John. That John D. Everywhere is Mac is dead. That John D. Everywhere. Mac is dead. Confirmed. Do, do you have John that John D.com? If not, you should. No, well, now that you said it on the air, I probably don't no, you're fine. <laughs> have access to it. Oh, but that's a good idea, Brian. I'm on it. Don. John, you failed, by the way, but someone helped me out what? Uh, on the interwebs and found me the Turtles four pack. So that's yep, actually hadn't turned up here yet. Yeah, Sorry. someone found two and they and they snagged one for me because they know I've been bugging you about it. So what part of the country? Nice. Uh, I'm not sure. <clears throat> okay. Don. Uh, I can be reached on Twitter at HMRC, the number four EVR. Uh, do not have an Amazon wish list yet. The, you do. Uh, you no, I, do. Slash Massey attack. I do. I do have the Massey attack list, although most of that stuff is, is stuff I don't wish for. But, um, <laughs> but um, we yeah, are. I want those Cadbury eggs. I don't. I'm type two diabetic. I don't need Cadbury eggs. But you want them? Uh, yeah. Well, that uh, I want a lot of things. I wanted a Headmaster RC figure for thirty years. And you got but, it. Uh, yeah, but you know, I, I don't have another thirty years left to want something. Um, but there will be a uh, a wedding a wedding list before too long. So that as soon as we get that done, that'll be going up as well. Cool. Uh, let's see here. Uh, Rob Springer is not here. But he is at uh, zonebase.org and at RoboRob Springer on Twitter. Uh, I'm on Twitter at bkilby, and I have other stuff at briankilby.com. And we're about to turn into a pumpkin, so we'll see you next week. Good night, everybody. Good night.
Good night. This has been Radio Free Cybertron. Visit us at tfradio.net for show notes and to subscribe to the podcast. Follow us on Twitter at TF Radio for news and updates. Watch our live stream at tfradio.net slash live. Join our Facebook fan page at facebook.com slash tfradio. Subscribe to our YouTube channel, TF Radio Network. Have a question or comment? Leave it on our Facebook fan page or mail it to contact at tfradio.net. This podcast is released under a Creative Commons license. Any part of this podcast can and should be redistributed, but please, proper attribution is required if you know what's good for you. Jeez, what are these guys ever going to move out of their parents' basements?